Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignato. Well, Chris, it, it was another heartbreaking loss. That being said, for all the mistakes the Giants made in this one, the fact that we predicted them to lose, uh, and by, you know, considerable margin, 10, 17 points, whatever we did, I felt a strange sense of pride when this one was over. I Look, we'll go through the entire game, but when they tied it 24-24, to me, obviously I want them to win, but it was almost irrelevant at that point. It was, wow, Jones put him on his back of the offense, Barkley went down the field and scored a touchdown that I didn't think that, I thought they were dead at that point. And then it took a 61-yarder, which, Chris, if they lined up for 70, it would have been good, 80. I, I just feel like it doesn't matter where a kicker kicks from, he's going to drill it and beat us. But I felt a strange sense of pride when this one was over. Everything is still in our hands. Everything went our way Sunday in other games, and it's all there for us. But that was my feeling when it ended. It was obviously heartbreak, but I was very happy for this team, dude. And I'm I'm proud to be a Giants fan again. It's very. It was a very weird feeling. I almost yeah no. Not that I not that I didn't care, but you know what I mean. Go ahead, but yeah no. Congrats to you, bro, because that's the same feeling I had. I think a lot of people had that feeling. Like okay, we lost, and like you said, dude. When he lined up for the 61-yard field goal. Oh, this will be the longest of Greg Joseph's career. I said, he's going to make it. We got we to change that. I, I, you know what, Jerry? <laughs> Dable and Shane, we're going to change that mojo down the road. Okay, yeah. well, forget about that. That's the future. That, 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 that shit's got to change. That shit's got to change. That mojo's got to change with this organization. And you know what? It's going to change down the road. Down the road, when somebody lines up for 55 yards of a tidy game, they're going to hook it left. They're going to hook it right. Yeah. That's what happens. It just seems to happen with organizations turn it around, they start winning, yep. you know, and, and those kicks come up short, they go left, they hit the upright, whatever it might be. Right now, uh, Greg Joseph makes a 61 yard. There wasn't a doubt in my mind he was going to make that too, by the None. way. Not a doubt. Same. Okay, so the point being is like what you just said. So, okay, so they lose a heartbreaker. Uh, they're playing a number two seed in the NFC. Vikings are not a 12-3 and squad, but they are. They're, they're 12-3. and they still got a lot of talented guys. And here's the Giants right here. And they lose this game, and you come out of this game, and you say to yourself, okay, heartbreaker, but dude, there's so much positives, so much to look forward to. They just went toe-to-toe with an 11-3 team at the time, 11-3 team, number two seed. Mm -hmm. If they had to see them in the playoffs, and it's shaping up that they're not going to see them, they're probably going to see the one team you don't want to (laughs) see. But if they had to see them again in three weeks, you'd probably say to yourself, dude, we'll get out of here with a win. We'll go to, we're going to go to divisional round in the playoffs. Yep. That's the way I felt. Same. Uh, look, Jerry, I had it, I had it, I think, 27, 23, 27. I had it pretty close. I, I said if they, if they lose the turnover battle, they have no chance. They lost the turnover battle and still had a chance. Yeah. It still yeah. had a chance. Yep. <clears throat> Daniel Jones, the team gets. This is what I like, Jerry. <clears throat> Block punt. Uh, Casey Crider gets run over. Looks like Jamie Gillen. Thinks he has all the time in the world. Oh. Looks like he waited a few extra seconds. Boom. Block punt. to get kicked in the gut. 24-16. I thought it was over, dude. Right? I'm Same. like, all right. Well, this one looks like, you know. So Daniel Jones gets the ball. Marches seven, down. Seven plays. Yeah, 75 yards. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Seven plays, 75-yard yards, and 59 seconds. I mean. Marches right down the field. Fourth and two. What are they going to do? Well, Saquon. Boom. 27 yards. Okay, so, all right, that's great. That's all fine and dandy. Now we need a two-pointer, Daniel. Hey, guys, we got to tie this game up. Well, Daniel rolls right, buys himself a little time. A nice little touch pass over a leaping, I think it was Patrick Peterson. Yep. Uh, if I remember right, I could it be was. wrong. And, 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 and Daniel Bellinger comes down for the two-pointer. I mean, mm-hmm. so what, you know, the point me and Jerry is saying is like, okay, we lost this game. Now, we're going to get into some things about I wasn't crazy about that last <laughs> drive. Crazy about some of the things on defense um, at times, you know. Um, but they and they give up a sixty-one yarder. But dude, you know how many times this team's kicked in the face during the course of a game? They respond. And for you, Daniel Jones, people, I get it. We talked about it a million times. I don't, you, but you know what? He puts the ball in his hands, marches right down the field, hits the two-pointer, throws for over three hundred yards with a bunch of three number three receivers. Okay, uses his legs again, gets some first downs. Show, you know, he's got five game winning comebacks this year. I think Cousins is the only one with more. 
okay? And he almost came back. He ties this one. He almost got him in overtime. Um, so, uh, look, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I mean, you, you look for things like this in quarterbacks. Okay, well, what's he going to do in this situation? It's adversity. You, got, you, need him, you need him to drive down the field. Well, boom, he drives down the field and all that. So, to your original point, Jerry, yeah, they lost. They're going to win Sunday. I'm, you know, we'll get into prediction at the end of the week. The Giants are going to the playoffs. We know that. They went toe-to-toe with a Viking team that came in with three losses. And, dude, the Giants handed them the game. They should have won that. They should have won that game by a touchdown. Yeah, and you said it. Like the Vikings are not a great team, but they're still twelve and three. They're on, they're one of the best in the NFC. Could yeah. they beat the 49ers? Could they beat the Eagles? Maybe. I don't think they will, but they're one of the best teams in the NFC. And like you said, yeah. the first thing I thought, Chris, after the pride, after the, you know what? We can compete with these guys. If I would love the, the second thought was, oh, please give me this chance again. Please give the Giants a chance to go back in there and do the right thing and beat them this time in the playoffs. But, yeah. you know, there were so many just mistakes that we made in this game, right? There was the, the Bellinger fumble on a scoring drive. Jones interception on a scoring drive, right? It, which didn't hurt them because the Vikings didn't score, but it hurt them in that we were down, I think, like the 33-yard line or something when he yeah. threw that pick or 25, yeah, wherever plus, it was. Um, yeah, plus territory. Plus, yeah, territory. plus territory, right. So yeah. you, you, you took yeah. points off the board because of that. Absolutely. Cordell yep. Flott's dropped interception, mm. right? It, it was a tough one, but it was still dropped. Uh, they mm-hmm. scored on that drive, the Vikings. Uh, the blocked punt, losing the penalties battle, we lost everything, and it yeah. still took a 61-yarder to beat us. Like That's what I just yeah. said. All right, you know what? We go on this podcast every week and saying we are outmanned, out-talented, obviously too injured. But now, you're, now like we almost beat one of the best teams in the NFC, and, and we want another crack at him in the playoffs when we get some guys back. So hmm. there were just so many, so many different ways that we actually lost this game. But, dude, to your point. Daniel Jones driving down the field. Like, my, my, my question, Giant fans, what the hell else do you want to see? You know, by the way, the Richie James drop where Jones oh. read the blitz beautifully. Ooh. The hot Ooh. route between the eight and the zero. Jones, uh, James could have gone another 10, 15 yards with that pass. Drops Brutal. it. What, Brutal. What, what else do you want to see from this kid right now? So, hey, look, you're going to have your opinions on Jones, guys. Okay, fine. But this is the quarterback of the future, and I'm damn happy that he is with it when they re-sign him, whether it's franchise or a, or a longer-term deal. I love this kid right now. You know, Jerry, after this game, all I was thinking about is that for the NFC-wise, there's really two teams I feel they can't beat in the playoffs. Agree. One is the Eagles. I think the Eagles will whip up on them again. Yeah. And they're probably not going to see them, obviously. But... Um, but I mean, I shouldn't say that. You never know. But no, and his, yeah. and the 49ers, yeah. which unfortunately right now, it looks like they might have to see yeah. in a couple of weeks in yeah. the playoffs, right? Yeah. So, but I tell you what, I'm not putting Dallas in that anymore. I, I'll still take my chances with the Giants if they had to go into Dallas in the playoffs, which they're not shaping up to do. I know that. Yeah. But I'll still, with Dak Prescott and that team, the way they're injured in the back end, and, and and not to mention it's Mike McCarthy in Dallas. Right. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I would still take my chances – with the Giants against Dallas. The two teams right now I feel I do not feel good about is unfortunately one they're going to probably see in the Bay Area, San Francisco, and obviously the Eagles. Yeah, okay? I couldn't agree more. But, dude, any other team in the NFC, any other team in the NFC, I, the Giants squared up against them, I would say, you no, know, you know, it's going to be a close one. We can win this game in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. And that includes Dallas now. That includes Dallas. Even though Dallas is more talent. But the way it's shaping up in Dallas right now, that includes Dallas. Okay? Yeah, I, I, so, could, I couldn't agree more. Go ahead. Yeah, so so I mean, that's what you're looking at here. I mean, this is with Richie James, Isaiah Hodgins as, as wide receivers in Slayton, you know, uh, and, and offensive line that's okay, mm. you know, not bad. Um, and Daniel Jones, you know, and, and, and of course, 26 Barkley, you know, so... You know what? Defense again. They hold. They held the Eagles three hundred. That's a good. Uh, excuse me. That's a good Vikings office. They held them three hundred forty. Yeah, whatever it was yards. Yeah. Three hundred fifty-three yards. Looking at it now. Three hundred fifty-three yards. Yeah. Um. Now, Jefferson hurt him. Hawkinson really hurt him. Yeah. I, I get it. Um. There's some things I wouldn't have done. I, I when they left. That big third down play, they left J.J. one-on-one. 
They went after Cousins. I was surprised by that, but that's Wink. The screenplay to get him, to set him up for that 61-yard field goal. Wink went, Wink went after him, and they set up that little screen to Jefferson. And if Julian Love didn't trip him up there. Forget about it. He might still be running. Yeah. Okay, um, but, but it did set him up. I, you know, I thought I, I would have played a little bit safer to let him get closer for that long field goal attempt, which they did burn him. But look, I've talked about this a million times. This is who Wink is. Yep. Okay, and I, and I'm not here to second guess Wink. <clears throat> I would have done it differently, Jerry. Yep. I wasn't too crazy about some of the stuff at the end, but this is who Wink is. He's gonna go after you no matter what. In this case, and a lot of times you're going to be like, great, you know, way to go. You know? And a lot of other times you're going to be like, oh. And we've seen that one other game. We've seen it now. I get, But this is the way This is the way they're going to go down with the ship, bro. They're going to go down. If the ship sinks, they're going to go down with it being aggressive. That's what Wink believes in. And that's what happens. Yeah, so. I, I'll tell you what I really didn't like about that one. And again, not second guessing. I, I love what this coaching staff has done. Wink, Kafka. My God, that fourth and two call up Barkley was ridiculous. But the, 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 what I didn't like about that play, Chris, was it looked like they were going to send seven or eight. And then they sent five. I counted it a million times. I wanted to make sure. Right. And they dropped the three or two or whatever it was. And they still couldn't get out there to cover Jefferson. So it's like, well, if you're going to do it, then do it. Like, why even bother? Because when you, when you don't blitz the seven or eight, they're not going to get over it quick enough to stop Jefferson. And you still have three guys out there who have to make the play. And like you said, if Julian Love doesn't tackle him, it's over. So I was I, I that was really what I didn't like about it. It was not only did you send them, you you were you were acting like you were sending more, m- making those three guys in the middle almost useless to get out to cover Jefferson. When it seemed like Dable knew the the screen was coming, it was just a confusing play. Look, like you said, he's going to live and die by it. I'm not. We're not second guessing Wink, but it was a. Uh, I just didn't like the call. But look. Yeah. Jefferson's great. I mean, my God. That's another thing, dude. You go up and down this roster of the Vikings. I, I, you know, I would kill. I, I keep forgetting his name. Number 17. I, I would kill Osborne, for seven. Yeah. Right. Osborne. Osborne. Yeah. I would kill for Osborne as well. He'd be number oh, one for dude. us. Uh, we, we talked about that in a preview. Right. That guy'd be number one in our team. Yeah. Right. I, Thielen, like, is there three? Oh, my God. He'd be our one by a mile. Richie James led the Giants in receiving, even though Hodgins and Slayton looked like they had better games. James had one more yard, I think, than than uh, than Hodgins, right? Or Slayton. Yes. We had one more yard than one yes. of them. Um, and I don't think Richie James came in bounds by the way, came down in bounds by the way, dude. I think his no. foot was out. No, I'm like small coaching though. again, Smart though. Coaching. Right, Chris? How many times would we have yelled at the TV or, or from the press box for you that to Shermer and Judge, <laughs> yeah. get up to the damn line, call hike, what are you doing, snap the ball? I mean, Jones was like, couldn't get the ball fast enough. So that's why I think we feel so good about this, too. Like, damn, we have a great coaching staff. And we lost it in a heartbreaker. That, that, play was, I, that, that play was just weird, dude, the wink. I agree with you. I just I didn't understand it, but it is what it is. Yeah, because you knew they were going to try to do something like that, get a little bit closer. And, yep. You know, to, to it was third and 11. Get, it was third and 11. Have so. seven guys up at the line of scrimmage and then drop a few back. Now they got to kick out on a, you know, on a screen and, yeah. you know, and all that. So, hey, hey, it is what it is, people. That's what Wink's going to do. Yeah. Now, that one big third down play to Justin Jefferson, um, he didn't oh. bracket him on, on a big play. He didn't yeah. bracket him. He was one-on-one. Yeah. Listen, Justin Jefferson, I <laughs> – you know, I, I even asked Wink during the week. I asked Dable during the week. I, you know, this is the best receiver in football. Yeah. And they basically confirmed it with me. You know, and Wink even said, well, he's a top two and he's not number two, which means, yeah. you know, he, you know, he's the best receiver in football. This kid is breaking Randy Morse records. Yeah, it's okay? ridiculous. This kid's great. So last week, you know, in some big situations, he, he bracketed Terry McLaurin. This one, he kind of in a real big situation, manned up on JJ and his... Good luck with that. You better get the cousins, you know, because he's gonna he's gonna find them, and he did. And so the Giants got burned. But this is who Wink is. He's gonna be aggressive, you know. Um, and this and he got burned a few times. Let's face yeah. it, they got burned a few times. Yeah. 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 Now the one touchdown, Jerry. Excuse me, Jerry. Okay. One final thought. The yeah. one touchdown to JJ. They did bracket him. Yeah. They had help over the top. Moreau was man under, and Pinnock just didn't close the space. You know, he didn't mm-hmm. close the space on him. You know, you you bracket him, and you don't want to see that space. You know, and, and, you know, but you know, Pinnock's done so many good things, but 
hey, look, he's a, he's a second year guy learning. You know, he's a safety. He came out as a corner, and yeah, you know, he, he's gonna make some mistakes. He's gonna make some. You know, he's gonna do some things like, oh God, you know. Uh, so to so to fairness to wink that touchdown there, he did bracket JJ. But he got a little separation from Moreau. Moreau no, knew he had under Moreau knew he had to, over the help uh, help over the top, and Pinnock didn't close the window enough, dude. And yeah. that's all his two guys need. You know, cousins. You know, cousins. Some plays you look at cousins and go, this guy is a tomato. And then other plays he'll make throws right in tight windows, as we all know. That's Kirk Cousins, man. That's Kirk Cousins. That's what he's gonna do to you. You know, yeah, yeah. he can make throws, bro. Yeah, he can make throws. You know, yeah. and then his other times he takes sacks. I'm like, what is he doing? Right. He took that one Landon Collins sack. I'm like, what are you out of your mind? Yo, get rid of the ball. I'm like, this guy is great. You know, so that's what it is. But yeah, I was gonna say you brought up Pinnock. Like, he, I'm not saying he's a long term solution, but he could be a long term reserve on this team. He's in his second year. I like the way he's played, man. I like that he's bringing to the table. Absolutely. Like, there are some fines that they're getting with some of these free agents that they picked up. And look, man, I, I, I'm not confused that that Fabian Moreau and Nick McLeod should be one and two cornerbacks for us anytime soon again. But I, you know, they're they're I'm okay with them being a third and fourth corner on this team. Like. They they've played well enough, like to 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 warrant another look next year as reserves. Like I can't wait till a Dory Jackson come back. I don't know what's going on with McKinney, but when these guys come, you yeah. think so? You think McKinney will? Oh, I think McKinney. I think McKinney might have a shot Sunday. Well, I'll find out more when we get in the locker room this week. But All right, cool. Uh, but for the playoffs, you're going to see McKinney for the playoffs. They got to ramp him up a little bit. You hope he gets in there for the Vikings or the Colts this week. You got to ramp him up, but you're going to see him in the playoffs, dude. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I just I like what they've done with so little um, for any any aggravation that we have with some of the play calling. I mean, like with, they're working with practice squad guys, you know, uh, even Hodgins, right? What a nice pickup. You know, he's, he could be a third receiver. I'm okay with him being a third or fourth receiver on this team. He's not a two, uh, definitely not a one, but he's playing well enough to warrant another look next year once they start improving and or upgrading this roster. I, 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 I love what this team's done with so little, and I love – escalating Landon Collins to the active roster and what he can provide like he did on Sunday. He's a sure tackler, right? He's up to line. Of he even had a good yep. play in coverage, though. He had a great play in yes, coverage. Yes, he did. Near the yes, sideline. So, like, this coaching staff, dude, they just freaking get it, right? They know what to do with the talent they have. It's no, We keep saying, dude, it's not square peg into round hole. They play to their strengths, and that's what they roll with every week. And that's why we keep saying we have a shot almost <laughs> against every team we come up against. And we'd love another shot at these guys. Yeah. But like you said, it's probably going to be the 49ers. But, but. Yeah. And look, Jerry, this, there's been two key plays the last few weeks. Giants won the Washington game. We know that. That big, that vertical to McC- uh, McC- uh, Dotson. Who made that great Dotson. catch? It was, was it Dotson, Dotson yeah. over Pinnock? Yeah. Dotson, right? Yeah. Over Jason Pinnock? Mm-hmm. Uh, Pinnock. So, look, that's going to be McKinney if he's healthy there. McKinney yeah. probably either picks that off or knocks it down. Right. You fast forward to sun, uh, Saturday. Yep. That's probably going to be McKinney on that bracket. Yep. McKinney's probably going to close that window. Yep. McKinney's probably going to break that up or even step and jump that route a little bit. You don't know. Right. So they're doing what they, you know, the Giants coaches have is squeezing <laughs> As much as they could. And I, a couple of weeks ago, I thought, well, you know what? They might have squeezed as much as they could out of these guys coming off practice squads and, and elevations and all that stuff. But guess what? I was wrong. They're still hanging in there, man. They're yeah. still making some plays. Yeah. You know? But, you know, you that does like two key plays I thought about when McKinney would have big time. But you're going to see McKinney back, man. You know, you're gonna, he's going to come back. He might. He's thinking about Sunday. That I know for sure. He's thinking about Sunday. Yeah. Don't know yet. We'll find out this week. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, but, you know, you're missing guys, like even the Dories, you know what I mean? I mean, you're missing guys, but here they are battling. Here they are right to the end, making some plays, you yeah. know? Obviously, the turnovers. Look, Daniel is only his fifth pick of the year. He got undercut a little bit. But Isaiah Hodgins was beating Peterson the whole game, dude. Yes, he was. I mean, I couldn't believe it. I was like, you know, and Peterson keeps. I, Talking so much trash the whole game. Smack. Talking he trash kept the whole talking game. Smack. Yes. I don't remember Peterson talking that much oh, smack in Arizona. I'm so man. glad you said that because I thought, man, like, he's talking a lot. I don't remember him talking that much in Arizona, but here he is talking a lot of smack, and Hodgins kept beating him. And then he did get him. 
Yeah. You know, Daniel can't, you know, a little bit under the, uh, behind him. Uh, you know, he jumped that route and good play by Peterson. He's going to Hall of Fame, dude. You know, you, you keep you keep throwing at a guy who's playing well, by the way, for the Vikings. You keep throwing at him. He might get you. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Uh, and then the Bellinger fumble, dude. That was big. That, that was, was huge. big too. Huge. So the two turnovers, the, the two turnovers. Well, Jerry, whenever you have a turnover in plus territory, and you're you know you're taking away at least six points, could be fourteen points. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's big. It's yeah. huge, man. All right, guys, we're going to take a break and be right back after this. You are listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Chris Bizignano and Jerry Foley. Hang on, guys. And we're back, folks. You're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Jerry Foley and Chris. Nobody beats the biz, Bizignano. Yeah, dude, those, um, the Bellinger one hurt more than Jones. I mean, Jones was later in the game. But the Bellinger one, it was like, man, this team's driving on these guys. are doing. You could see the, the plan of attack kind of come to fruition. The Giants wanted to attack their passing uh, their pass defense, they did, and you could see it kind of happening, and then Bellinger fumbles, and you're like, oh, man, come on. Like, Richie James is what he is, guys. He's going to drop passes. He's not a part of the future of this team. Bellinger is, right? Bellinger is. The, the guy I'm most concerned with now, um, after saying I don't really care what he does this year, uh, is Evan Neal, Chris. And, and I, you know, he had a rough one again Sunday. Seems like he got beat by Hunter almost every pass play. Um, is, is there <laughs> yeah, an injury he's dealing with, or is this just – Rookie, uh, is it a combination? I, you know I, I, I think I know the answer, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Um, I think it's a combination. You know, um, he's not going to admit it, but I don't think his knees are 100% either. Okay. Okay. I don't think his knees are 100%. But he's also struggling. There's yeah. no question about it. He, he's struggling with his technique, he's struggling with his feet, with his balance, with his hand placement. Sound familiar? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, you know, he's struggling. We're not going to look, we're not going to sugarcoat He's a rookie. Um, and he's struggling, no question about it. Um, and he's hurting him a little bit. You know, you, now when you know when you, one of your tackles can't pass block, now you got to chip. You got to you got to keep a guy back. You know, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And like you said, Daniel Hunter was eating him alive the other day. He was eating him alive. Yeah. You know, um, and that's that that's it's it's a concern, no question about it. He's not playing well, Evan Neal, at the right tackle position. So that they're gonna to have to tighten that up a little bit because I think he's given up seven sacks now for the year. He lot, you know, he led the team in pressures allowed the other day, and it, se- it seemed like every time, I, yeah, it seemed like Hunter was getting that backfield all the time, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, and they have the luxury of having a Danielle Hunter because Zadarius Smith. What they were doing was Zadarius. They were just lining them up with one of those guards a lot. They were like, okay, well, you know what, Brennison and Gates, they they're not the best pass pro guys. Glowinski and, and, and Glowinski is not the best pass pro guy. So we're gonna put Zadarius over them, which was a smart move by Ed Donatel, you know. But you know, because usually Zadarius over the years has been on an outside yep. edge and he just goes on an edge, yeah. you know. Um, but he, they've been moving him around this year and they really did it against the Giants. Yeah, Tomlinson had an so, impact as well. A little bit. Yeah, but that was a good player. We know that, bro. Yeah. You know, they got him back. Yeah. He's a good player. Um so yeah, yeah. Listen, uh, it's a concern. Evan Neal has been a concern. He's just—I think it's a combination. Jerry, he has no confidence right now. I think yeah. he's really struggling in the confidence. And, and it could be the first time he's you know, played bad, played like this in a very, very long time. Too. Probably since he was born. Right, right. <laughs> you know, so Pop Warner I mean, probably. Yeah. You know, since since he's been playing football at seven, probably. Yeah. You know, whatever the hell it is. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, you know, when you don't have confidence, then you lose technique. You know. Uh, and, and he's definitely struggling technique-wise. You see him off balance. You see his feet. You see his hands. Um, so they're going to have to tighten that up, no question. But hopefully that tightens up. Yeah, and I don't concern myself with the guys like Galan and, and James. They're going to be gone next year, for the I think, right? Like, Galan takes forever to punt. Like, this is what he is, guys. He's, this is our punter. Either he's going to kick a 70-yarder or he's going to kick a 20-yarder out of bounds that he's trying to pinpoint, you know, inside the 20. Uh, but he's not a part of the – I don't think he's a part of the future of this team. Evan Neal you're concerned with because this is our right tackle for better or for worse. It's like when Meggett was returning punts with Parcells. It's like, kid, you better stop fumbling because you're my punt returner. That's kind of how it is with Neal. Like, dude, you're going to be the right tackle going forward. We're going to improve Glowinski. We, we're probably going to improve left guard and center as well. But Thomas and Evan Neal are going to be the future no matter what until it, until it really doesn't work. Um, but, um, look, he's struggling, like we said, and, and, and God willing, he gets better. But, look, Andrew Thomas two years ago, you never thought he'd turn into this. So, um, Another guy, you know, I, I, we keep talking about his return, how big it was. I mean, damn, he's on the – we put him on the cover of the Insider this week. Uh, Azizo Jalari comes back, gets a sack, sprains his ankle right away. Now they said it's a basketball type of an ankle injury, so he should be back soon. It's not 
they don't yeah. think it's too long. I, I have no idea. But the pass rush, Chris, the pass rush for the Giants was, yeah. you know, was, was good. I mean, they had, I think, 11 hits, four sacks, and they were spread yep. out nicely. I think Williams, uh, Ojolari, your boy Jalen Smith got a sack. So, mm. again, we keep saying there's another path to victory for this team, and it's starting to happen more and more every week. The pass rush looks pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's pretty good news in Ojolari. That's what I'm hearing. Like Hope. you said, it looks like a lower ankle injury, you know? Yeah. And uh, night, because you know why, Jerry? Because what are you thinking about now? You're thinking about the playoff game. Oh my you know? gosh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Let's face it. Yep. You know? Yeah. You're thinking about, you know, the playoff game. Uh, you know, who are we going to, you know, and you're going to have an Adori back, probably. You're going to have a McKinney back. You're going to have a Aziz back for that playoff game. Doesn't it feel like with those guys coming back, like, oh man, we, we, yeah. can, we can do some things, no? Yeah. Uh, oh, look, you know, with those guys coming back, if they go to San Francisco, you kind of get with a Brock Purdy and all that. You kind of get the feel. Okay, we we we, we could, maybe we could keep this somewhat close going in the fourth quarter, and that's what you want. Right. Now the problem, you know, down the road, we'll talk about that. It's yeah. going to be that Niners defense against that Giants. But the thing is that you look at the defense, and you know they're getting sacks mm-hmm. and all that. You know, and they're going to get their best cornerback back, and they're going to get you know the McKinney, who's an impact guy. You know, and then of course Aziz. So. That's going to be interesting. It'll be interesting. But Sunday's first. You know, first things first. And we'll see who comes back for Sunday. Um, maybe even Aziz has a shot, Jerry. You know, we'll see. We'll find out, you know, during the week. You know, so it's going to be, uh, you know, it'll be really, really, this is going to be pretty excite, exciting around the Giants facility this week. Yeah. Because they're playing to get into playoffs Sunday. Right, right, right. Against a Colts team that's playing tonight. And I understand they're playing hard, you know, and all that, all that stuff. But it's New Year's Day. Probably half of them are not going to want to be there, or all that stuff. Okay, <laughs> but but it's going to be New Year's Day. Shockingly enough, it's supposed to be like spring type weather. I saw uh, that so, over I the weekend that. in the fifties. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and people over here in the Northeast, we all we all know we just went through this weekend. It felt like you know it was like. You know, minus three with the wind chills and all that stuff. But like all the of a sudden, the weather's, going to, the weather, yeah, exactly. the weather's going to change yeah. during the course of the weekend, next weekend. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's going to be New Year's Day. People, Jerry, you haven't been to the playoffs since 2016. And nobody wants to backdoor in. Right. You know that. Though. You know Dable is thinking that we don't want to back. We want to win. Let's knock these guys off. Right. Get it, Make it 9-6-1. Nine, nine, clinch the playoff spot. And we and we go. We want to get in. We want to smash through that door. Yeah. You know, you don't want to lose this game to the Colts, and then you know, oh, listen, there, you're still gonna make it because these guys yeah, lost. Come on, this guy. Enough of that. And everybody's like, oh, the giant, you know, this and that. Enough of you that. You want to knock that door in, bro. You want to you want to knock them off. And I, you know, we'll get into the predictions when we our next podcast. But I'm just gonna tell you right now, dude, they're winning Sunday. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. Yeah, Yeah. They're winning. Yeah. Sunday. And I'll, okay, I'll look like a jackass if they don't, but I'm just telling that's how confident I am. They're I may break Sunday. down in tears if they win Sunday, Chris. Uh, tears of joy. I'm not even kidding. I, I, look, I, I, people take sports very seriously, but for, the, for where this team's come from and the, what this fan base has gone through over the last, like, 10-plus years, like, if they win and get in, which I'm expecting them as well, I, you know, I don't know what the hell emotions are going to come out of me. I, I, I think MetLife Stadium Sunday is just going to be – it's going to be – it's going to be ridiculous. It's going to, if there was a roof, be a party. Get, if, if it was a roof, they'd be blown off. I just, I'm so happy. Like, I, I want to be happy for Giant fans everywhere. Like, the, such a dedicated fan base, that, us winning that game. And, you know, they're, they're going to, it's going to be like you said, dude, it's going to be a party. Um, it's going to be a party. I don't want to overlook anybody, but look, no, they, they I mean, it's going to be a party. Courts. Look, it's, it's going to be warm. Right. People are going to be. It's going to be a party until the you know to the Giants ruin the party. If, right. But I don't think they're going to ruin the party. I fully expect them not to ruin the party. And at at four o'clock Sunday afternoon, I expect the party to continue, bro. Yeah. You know one thing. So, I, one thing I want to bring up real quick. Post game Vikings. Uh, Dable seemed extra cantankerous in that presser, yeah, which he I was, which I liked. Wow. Fancy words, yeah. Yeah, oh, so. yeah he was. Uh, <laughs> wow. Which that's I stocked in edu- That's stocked in education there, kicking in. South Jersey education. Yeah, he was pissed, bro. He, he, man, he was really upset. Right? But I like that, that I felt so good about the game. And he was like, he looked like he wanted to kill somebody. Yeah. I got to ask you. He, you've gotten to know, slip away, bro. You've gotten to know him a bit. How, yeah. what is, what's his attitude going to be this week? What do you think? Oh, what? the same. 
Okay. Not extra. Not no, extra, what do you mean? As far as what? Not extra. As far like, as what, Jerry? Not extra concentration, extra, like, I don't know, like a little harder on the team at all or no? Not because they I lost, think, but because of the importance of the game coming up. Yeah, no, look, they might have a pad. I don't know if they have any more left, but they might have, they might throw the pads on. Um, He's going to kick it up intensity-wise, Jerry. Yeah, he will. He won't tell us that. Right. We don't, and we don't see practices, but he's going to kick it up intensity. Okay. But he likes to keep it. Th- Look, he 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 believes in that. You know, okay, let's get it out of our system. Like he was upset Sunday. He, well, I could tell you this. He felt they they gave one away. Yeah. He felt they gave one away. Yeah. You know, Good. and he was pissed because the Giants would have clinched the playoffs Sunday, dude. I know. They almost did. It's unbelievable, especially with what yeah. happened around the league. Yep. They would have clinched the playoffs Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, I, I noticed it in the in the presser, man. He, I was like, wow, he is pissed off, and yeah, I didn't know what his attitude was gonna. Be. I don't know how I would react. Like I said, I, I felt pride, and I guess if you're the coach, you're gonna be a little pissed off because you you you, you committed so many errors to give them the game. But um, I just wondered what his attitude would be going into this weekend. Um, look, dude, we'll get into the Colts game, obviously, like you said. But are you concerned at all that it's Foles instead of Matt Ryan, or does that is that irrelevant? Uh, to me, that's uh, pretty irrelevant. Okay, yeah, I'm not really concerned about. It. Well, okay. Now, look, Jerry, I, I lost the picture here. I can't see anyone. <laughs> I don't know what oh, the hell sorry. I did. Okay. But, I but Jerry, yeah. Oh, you could. Okay, good. Okay. Um, but I was look, wondering. If, I, look, I yeah. thought you were, I thought I had a zit, and you were staring at it. I was like, wow, I must. Uh, no, I mean, I don't know what the hell came up my on my screen here. Anyway, that's um, so funny. Look, if Nick Foles plays lights out tonight, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But I'm look. We'll get into the game later on. Yeah. I'm more concerned about the Colts' defense because they still got a lot of talent in that defense. Yeah, uh, I'm more concerned about that. But uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. I'm not as far as Foles, Ryan. You know, if Foles plays a real clean game tonight against a Charger defense that's coming on, then I'd be like, oh, all right, he could give us. You know, it could be a real. But I, I like. Look, I understand he gave up some big plays against the Vikes, and I, I get that, Jerry. But I like a lot of things the Giants are doing defensively. Yeah. You know, I I, I understand Hawkinson really hurt them. I get it with Je- Jefferson, but there's no just Jefferson coming up Sunday, bro. Yeah. There's no TJ Hawkinson's Sunday, you right, know? Right, right, right. I Good like point. the matchup. It's all about matchups in this league, bro. And I like the way they get into the quarterback, uh, you know, and um, so I, I, we'll, we'll feel good about that down the road for Sunday. But look, real, getting back to Dable, Jerry, yeah, no, he felt, look, he was fuming, bro. He felt they let, they let one get away. Love it. He felt... You know, he felt that they should have went into Minnesota, 11-3 and team. And here's the little old Giants. A lot of people feel they don't even belong there. They don't even, they're not really a real player. And they, and they hit a yard. They were just, you know, a few plays away. In order to irk them more than anything, that there was just a few plays that really turned the game that he felt, man, if, if, if that didn't happen or this didn't happen, but they did. He understands that. But it was just a few things. He, he brought up the that, fumble and the interception. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that really irked him. You know, yeah. not so much. You know what? Not so much the interception, that fumble. Yeah, and then the few plays at the end that got him there. You know, not that he second guess a wink, but just a few things that you know stopped him from winning that game, dude. And um, you know, and that kills a coach, bro. That kills a coach because I think a lot of people, Jerry, didn't give the Giants any chance of winning this game. Right. You know. Yep. They didn't give him any chance. I think that a lot of people felt like, oh, you're going into Minnesota, it's loud, they're 11-3, and three. They'll, they'll lose by 10 points, you know, this and that. They're going to get wiped out, or you know, they can't, they're not going to be able to stop. And hit a wall right there, man, you know. So I, that, that kills a coach, bro. That, he's, this stable's a competitive guy, man. Yeah. You know, he's a competitive guy. You know, he, you know, there's a beginning of the year, nobody had the Giants to playoff team. But I tell you what, this stable, man, I, I wouldn't doubt one second, dude, if he was like, "Well, okay, well, why can't we make the playoffs? Because I'm gonna, co- I'm, we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that. Watch the way we coach these guys." And you could just see, like, he's fired up, like he couldn't believe they lost that game. Not like, "All right, guys, you know, tough loss, you know, last second field." You could tell, right, Jerry? You saw he was, fu- he was pissed yes. off. Yeah, it was very evident how pissed he off he was, was after pissed. that game. Yeah, but yeah, I, this, you know, I, I was gonna say it's gotta feel good for him, like he, he. He, he must have the confidence that I can – We this coaching staff can out-scheme any coaching staff in the league. It's just yep. a matter of upgrading the talent here and then doing it with even more talented guys and then going on some serious runs. Like, I love the way this is set up, this organization. I can't believe the way it looks right now to a year ago when we were doing second and ten quarterback sneaks from our own five and third and eleven quarterback sneaks from – like, 
what a difference 365 days makes, dude. Like, holy crap. We are in such a good spot in this franchise right now, man. Jerry, any team they play in their weight class, and we we both said it, the Vikes were in their weight class, no matter what the records were, right? right? Yep. This stable, he has that Belichick, Nick Saber mentality of, okay, okay, we'll, we'll just out-scheme, we'll out-coach you. So what infuriates coaches more when they feel they out-coach the other team? Turnovers, right? Yep. Penalties, Jerry. Penalties. Yep. A blocked effing punt special yep. teams again. Okay? Yep. Infuri- because I'm sure, and Dable will never admit this. I had an ex list. Just, you know, I'm not trying to hint at anything. Yeah. But I'm sure, dude, if you ex Dable deep down, you're hanging out at a bar on a Friday night and he's drunk and you're drunk with him. Hey, Dave, that Viking game, he'll probably be like, yeah, we are coaches, mother effers, and we gave it to them. Yeah. You get what I'm saying, yeah, Jerry? Yeah, totally. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Dable will never admit that to the media. He will never admit, but, but man, dude, get him in April on a golf course where we're having a few. Okay, yeah. and Dave's that Minnesota game. Oh, we we totally out coach those f's and we gave it to them. You know, like one of those type deals. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. two and things. And it gets you f- and and infuriates him, bro. Two things. First, him. when you said yeah. about when you said about out coached, you you did remind me a little mm-hmm. of Mikey McDermott when he sat at the table and he went against Johnny mm-hmm. Chan. He said, "I'm just going to outplay this guy. This hand right here. This hand. This one hand." <laughs> right. So it reminded me right. of that. Always seems like you bring up we right. bring up rounders now every week. And the right. other is Chris. Totally off subject. Thank God he's growing his beard back. I could see it now. I saw yeah. it in the presser. Get yeah. the beard back. Get rid of the get rid of the Fu Manchu goatee you have going. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah. yeah. So. Especially he lost now, so I'm sure he's gonna grow it back full right. time. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, so hey, dude, uh, that's that that's that's why Dable was. Yeah. You, you know that's why he he was he was fuming after that game. Fuming. Yep. You know. Yeah. Uh, they just felt like they gave the Vikings. A game they they felt they should you know they went they they, they went into Minnesota and they should have came out of there with a win dude you yeah, know yep. and, and that infuriates coaches bro you know, you know that man that just makes them ballistic when they just feel like they gave one away turnovers penalties special teams and you know and all that stuff so one more thing um, before we before we probably end this uh, it seems as though Chris our best player is getting healthy at the right time as well uh, Saquon Barkley. Looks faster. He's running, I would even say, harder. Uh, he's got more kind of purpose when he hits the hole. Uh, that's another guy I'm obviously always excited that you have Barkley on your team every week. But even his his attitude on the sidelines when they scored, like you just wish the Giants had a little more horses on defense to make that stop because I just felt like, man, he's, he's kind of back health-wise and he's coming into his own as a team leader. And <laughs> look, not to get too far ahead, but... I think you got to be out of your mind if you don't want to keep this guy on your team, man. He is an absolute stud when he's healthy. Uh, it's a matter of him staying healthy, but um, getting, I think he's getting healthy at the right time, dude. I don't know what you what you saw. Yeah, and he's closing games. I mean, he's in yep. fourth quarters the last few games. He's like, he looks like he's his legs are fresh, man. Yep. Right? Yep. He's been unbelievable and late in games. Yeah, Saquon. And I'm glad you brought up Saquon, too, because, you know, a lot of people, I saw a lot of people on Twitter like, why the hell are we throwing the ball? We should be just handing off to Saquon. He's got, well, you know, this is what Dable and Kafka and Wink and all those guys do. You know, they look at the opposing team and they say, okay, what's their weakness? And we're going to try to attack it until they stop it. Okay? Right, right. Well, going into this game, the Vikings' weakness, they were like 15th or 16th against the run, but they were 30 or 32nd. They yep. were one of the worst secondaries, right? Yep. Well, they, Dable and Kafka sat down this week and said, okay, well, we're going to attack their weakness. Yeah. All right? And that's their secondary. And we're going to let Daniel wing it around. And we're going to go after them with Hodgins. And we're going to go after them with Slayton. And we're going to go let them stop it. Until they stop it, our main focus, our game plan is going to be throwing the ball more than running. And I, you know, I know a lot of people. A lot of people were like upset with that. I saw a lot of people. Why are we not doing this? And, and well, they felt the coaches there felt well. We could beat these guys through the air. And Daniel had three hundred and some 
three thirty. Yeah, he had three thirty-five. I mean, how can you argue with that game plan when right. you had three? And he was an efficient three thirty-five. It wasn't like he was twenty of fifty-one. Yeah. I think he was twenty of thirty-four, twenty something like that, twenty-three of thirty-four, whatever it was. Um, for he was three, a, uh, yeah, Dana was thirty of forty-two for three thirty-four. Oh, it was even more, right? So it was even higher percentage, thirty of forty-two. Yeah. For I mean, how you can't argue with that game plan when you're getting those results? And then he ran for another whatever he ran for, uh, thirty yards or so, forty yards. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I'm you not know, blame them. They, they, they saw the weakness and they said, we're going to attack this until they stop it. Yep. And they went after Patrick Peterson. Like, they had no problems going after Patrick Peterson either. Yeah. And so, you know, Richie James had eight catches. Hodgson had eight catches. Slay, Slay, I think, had five. Like, they spread it around a little bit, you know. And that's what that's how they felt they could win the game. And they almost did. Yeah. They almost did. You know, that's you have to attack. It's all about matchups in this league, man. You're gonna look at a team and say, okay, where do we feel we could attack? You know, and not not that Saquon didn't get his touches. He had he had receptions. He had the big twenty seven yards on fourth down. They gave it to Saquon. They didn't throw it, they gave it to Saquon. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So uh, so close, but dude, again, good stuff. Um, is there anything else you want to discuss? By the way, Saquon wound up at 84 yards. I'm looking at it right now. I yes. forgot. He had 14 yeah. for 84. And then he had another almost 50 receiving, too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and look, like, like we talked about a million times, Jerry, they're not good enough to overcome mistakes. You nope. can't finish games minus two in turnovers. You can't have block punts. Dude. And, and, and lose fumble. the penalty battle seven to two. The, can't do it. The penalty battle, you know, the turnovers and plus two. They're not good. You know, they're not good enough to overcome. And he still almost did it this game, but you're just not good right. enough. Right. Right. You know? Um, so... This will be another game in their weight class without question. We know about that, you know, Sunday um, coming up. And then the Eagle game, you know, whatever, down the road. Who knows what the hell that's going to be, implications of that. But probably That could look nothing, like a preseason game when it's all that, said Yeah, exactly. That's not, you know, that's not going to be. The way it's shaping up, the implications won't be. There'll be zero in that one. So, yeah, um, yeah so it's going to be, uh, like you said, dude, at the beginning of this podcast, I know they lost. I know it sucks. That's like three sixty-plus yard field goals beating the Giants the last five, six years, whatever the hell it yeah, is. Yeah, since seventeen. Yeah. Um, but I came away from that game the same way, dude. And I went, you know, Jerry. I went to a family member after that game for Christmas Eve, and a couple asked you, "Yo, Chris, tough, you know, tough." I said, "Yeah, yeah, tough one. Yeah, I get it. I was this is this was my attitude, Jerry. Yeah, it was a tough one, you know. But you know, I'm not worried. Same. What do you mean? Uh, it's, you know, you're devastating loss. I say, yeah. But I always look at the big picture with football, dude. I always look at the big picture. And I said them, and I was saying to a few family members, I said, yeah, no, listen, another devastating loss, six, a hundred yard field goal, no time left. <laughs> I'm used to it. You know, you know, but I said, you know what? Yeah. I'm not devastated. I'm not really upset over it. I, I mean, I, I, of course I'm wanting to win and all that. But I look, I look at the big picture. I said, we got the Colts next week, bro. We're going to playoffs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're going. Oh, but yeah, but what you know, the Colts. What if the what if you get upset? I said, ah, if the Giants would have lost twenty seven three today, thirty four ten, I would have been like, oh man, this is gonna. I just, I have a very good feeling, dude, going into this week weekend. I hope I'm right. <laughs> you know, I think you have a pretty good feeling yourself yeah. going into this weekend. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, you know, sometimes in football, dude. They, you know, you know how many times I talked about this over the years, right? Even when we do the pick segment, I'll be like, okay, they lost three in a row, but I like the way they lost. Um, example, Houston Texans, right? Mm -hmm. Last weekend. Mm -hmm. I think you had the Titans. I said, you know what? I like the way the Houston looks. I don't like the way the Titans look. I'll take the and Houston. Go so a lot of times when you lose a game, I come away from the loss like, okay, we lost, but I have a good, I have a better, I have a pretty good feeling. When you win games, Jerry, there's a lot of times Giants will win games or teams will win games, and I'll look at it, I'll look at the stats, I'll look at the game, and I say to myself, yeah, that's nice, they won, but, you know? Yeah. So this is one of those losses that I looked at it, okay, we lost, devastating, 61 yard, a skull, skull, all that stuff. Okay, great. But I still have a good feeling about it. You get what I'm saying, Jerry? Totally. It's the, I have a good it's feeling. the 2007 Giants-Pats game at home. It's like that. Yeah, yeah. you lost 30, Jerry, 35, just a, but my God. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's a prime example, right? Yeah. Yep. That's a prime example. And, and you know what, Jerry? Back in 2016, when he won those games against a lot of backup quarterbacks, you remember? Mm -hmm. Yep. When he went in the playoffs that year, and yeah. they, you know, they spent 200. Jerry Reese went wild. He pulled like a, a Steve Cohen in the match. He just went out and started buying everybody. Remember? <laughs> yes. Um, Dude. And, and there were so many wins that year 
where they won games, and I was like, uh, okay, you know, we beat the Saints 33-18, whatever the hell the score was, I don't remember the score, right, but it was a back quarterback, who, Breeze was hurt, whatever, whatever the hell, and then there's the back quarterback here, and I said to myself, okay, you know, well, 11-5, and and there was so many wins, I said, okay, but I just don't have a good feeling, you know. This was a loss where I had a good feeling yeah. going into the next game. I really do, bro. Yeah, same. You know, and I tell you what, Jerry, man, I'll tell you what, dude. They're going to be in the playoffs. We know that. I, I, it's going to be their first playoff game either against San Francisco or whoever they, Minnesota, whatever the hell it winds up. Probably 49 is the way it's shaping up. Okay, I get it. I'm not going to expect them to win. But tell you what, dude, man. I'm going to still feel like uh, these guys are going to be fighting to the fourth quarter. I really am, Jerry. Yeah. I could be wrong. The Niners might blow them up. You know, they might be up They might be up 20-3 in the fourth quarter. But, man, I, you know, I, I still have that good feeling with this coaching and the way these guys are playing and the schemes they're coming up with that they still could have a fighting chance. That's all I'm saying, you know, fighting chance. Sorry, dude. Go ahead. Finish no, I, I, can't, I can't possibly top that, dude. Um, and I'm, I'm serious. I... I because it, it, it kind of encompasses everything I'm feeling about this team. Like, you feel like you have a chance. You love what this coaching staff's doing. And no matter who you play, even if you play the 49ers, and like you said, you're down 20 to 3. God, dude, guys, we made the, we're going to make the playoffs in year one of a rebuild. That's, it's, this is what Dave Gettleman said, but these guys actually did it. You can rebuild and still compete. Yeah, these guys are doing that. They're doing it. <laughs> it's an unbelievable. Gettleman, everybody laughed at him for it, and rightly so because of the way he did it. But these guys are pulling this shit off. So They're yeah. actually doing it. Right, right. So They're actually doing it. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. Yep. And, and, and this team, like, it just I, I couldn't be more proud. You know, the title of, my, of the first down column this week was Giants Pride because that's what I feel. I, I, I'm, I'm immensely proud of this organization. I'm proud to wear the gear again. And, and I always wore it, but it was always, oh, yeah, you're a Giants fan. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, me too. I'm sorry. But... <laughs> You know, Dable and Shane in, in one year have, have flipped the script on this organization. My God. I mean, even John Mara's walking around like he's like he's more proud. So, yeah, yeah can't, can't, can't give enough adjectives to what I, these guys have done. And, Jerry, just to finish off one quick thought. Yeah. I can tell you this right now, bro, with Brian Dable. Yeah. He's a real smart dude. He's not going to feel like, oh, you know, we'll outclass another team in the playoffs because we're, we have more talent. He knows he doesn't. Yeah. But i tell you one thing about this guy, bro. He'll, he's not going to go into a game thinking he's going to lose. Yeah, good. He's going to... I don't care if they're playing the 49ers and they've won 10 in a row going in this game. and Because the Niners, won, I think they've won eight in a row, whatever yeah. it is now. Yeah. A seven in a row. And not only are they winning the Niners, they're destroying teams. Okay, yeah, they're, they're whipping up the teams. teams. Yeah. They're beating the hell out of teams, bro. Yep, yep. Okay? Like, the Vikings have all these wins, and they should have lost about five of them, okay? Yep. But I can tell you this, dude. There isn't a one playoff game. I don't care if they have to go into Philadelphia at the end of January, okay? Where Brian Dable is not going to go in that game convincing his team, hey, guys, we're going to win this game. You know what I mean? We're going to win this game. You just follow what we tell you. We're going to win this game. I'm telling you, dude. That's awesome. And that's that's not like, oh, well, Dable really lives in a fantasy world. No, he knows the talent. Right. He knows they're going to be outmanned in these playoffs. He knows that. Right. But he feels what they come up with and the way these guys are bought in in the locker room, he feels that, hey, we can go in and beat anybody. I'm telling you, dude. Yeah. That's the mentality. I was talking to Jihad Ward last week, bro, and I told you about it. You saw it. In, dude, he was dead serious, Ward. He was like, we could go in any building and win a game. He yeah. was dead. It wasn't just like, you know, he wasn't just like, you know, you know, oh, let me smooth this dope reporter's ego. Oh, yeah, watch this. I could just tell talking to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's good So stuff. I'm just, I'm letting Giants fans know, don't get me wrong. He's not living in fantasy world, table where he thinks he has more talent than the opposing team in a playoff game. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm just telling you that Dable, look at his reaction Sunday, bro. Saturday. Look at his reaction Saturday, bro. Yeah, right. He felt they were better than them. He felt they should have went in there and beat them. That's the attitude Dable has. He has these guys like, don't worry. You know what? We'll go in this building and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. You just follow what the hell we scheme up. And of course, the other, look, Jerry, the X factors of this turnovers, that's what kills guys. You know, you can't have that. Right, right, you right, know? right. Yep. But he feels, hey, you come out in a turnover battle, 
Yep. Okay? We go back to red zone. Don't forget, third down in red zone. They weren't good this week. They yeah. lost. That's right. No coincidence. That's right. Okay? You, we keep doing this, and we're going to be right there in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I'm just telling you, Jerry. I'm around the guy. I'm around. I'm just. That's his mentality. Like, he's not going to accept, like, okay, we'll go into this. We'll go into uh, – uh, uh, Palo Alto, and uh, we're gonna get whipped, and we'll go, we're gonna have a good. You know, we'll try to we'll we'll try our best, and we'll we know we're gonna lose, and we'll get ready for the offseason. Dude, this dude is gonna go into San Francisco believing that they can win. I'm just telling you, bro. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure this week he's gonna he's gonna drive home the fact that don't think he got this one won yet, guys. Like I, I, I you know, absolutely, that's the kind of coach he is, right? Oh no, absolutely, right, absolutely, because you know what he's telling him. Today, and we're going to be on with David in a little while, but you know what he's probably telling him today? Look what effing happens when you turn the ball over and you have effing penalties and this and that. And if you effing do that this week, we're going to get beat by the Colts. Yeah. At home. Right. At home in front of uh, all these fans that are want, uh, who are salivating for a playoff team. And we're going to effing lose because we're going to effing fumble and we're going to effing. That's the way he is, David. Yeah, you know? that's great. That's great. But he doesn't. But don't get me wrong, folks. He, he doesn't do it in a way like he's demeaning. He's just doing it like he's just going to tell his team, you know, we should have won this game. Okay, let it go. We move on. But you effing do that, and like what you happen in Minnesota, we're going to lose this one too. Yeah. Yep. You know, that's the way he is, bro. <coughs> uh, you know. So he, he's a smart freaking guy, bro. This guy's a realist. He's a smart guy. But he he's a competitive man. This dude is competitive, man. He he believes. Him, that him and his coach will give this team a chance against anybody in the fourth quarter. You hear me? Against yep. anybody. He doesn't care if it's the Chiefs. He doesn't care if it's freaking who else is powerhouse. A Buffalo, Buffalo you know, all teams yeah. like that. He doesn't care, Jerry. Yeah. He thinks he thinks if you listen to us, don't do this stupid crap. We're going to be right there to the end like we just happened in Minnesota. I'll sign off with that, dude. I'm sorry. I think I talked too much. No, no, I'll dude. Sign off no, with that. Good stuff, so. man. That's awesome. I, I again, we'll probably end it with that. We'll uh, we'll come back to you guys Thursday or Friday this week. We'll decide um, with a a preview of what should be a win. What is a win and get in game and essentially a playoff game. Um, I I can't wait to see what that atmosphere is going to be like Sunday, Chris. Uh, I, I am I am so happy for Giant fans everywhere. Again, we'll talk about it Thursday or Friday, but. Look, lots to be happy about right now in Giants Nation, guys. This organization is on the uptick, on the upswing, and everything that we've kind of been saying all season long is now really happening. So, look, take care of business Sunday. We'll talk about it Thursday or Friday, and we'll uh, we'll get back to you then. Yep. All right, guys. To order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com and go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. All right, guys. Sundays are Giant Days, baby. Take care, everyone. Take care, everybody.